Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Common sense solutions. That's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. We as Americans have the capacity now as we've had in the past to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Common sense has become an uncommon commodity. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, American. Good morning, Sean Preble. And thank you very much, Matt Kittle, for bailing us out yesterday. Sean Preble, I've just uh, discovered something in my life. <laughs> what did you discover, Dan? <laughs> uh, well, I was having to send pictures over Facebook. I figured that out. And uh, I really get to get out of the house more. Do you know, if I don't have internet, phone, and television, yeah. I am worthless as a human being. I just, uh, I mean, I just horrible. I'm a, just a horrible species. I, I, I am a mistake. I'm a genetic mistake. And um, for those of you who've gone, uh, I had to go almost 24 hours without any power, without any um, uh, communications whatsoever. And I actually broke down yesterday and called up my uh, cell phone carrier got the full <laughs> got the full uh, data package so I can just run my Roku and uh and uh and just have something to look at because yeah it was just uh, it, dude could you make it if we had a uh, um uh, electromagnetic pulse uh, <sighs> set off over the country I don't know if I I think I'd have to check out it's, I'd have to take some loved ones with me you and we forget how reliant we are on that little cable yeah. that little that little internet connection and when it's gone you go oh my gosh it's everything that we do it's how we communicate it's how we entertain um, whether it's listening to the radio, I, I, you know, everything yeah. like 1310, I stream on my Alexa. Uh, I don't think shows. I've st- I, I, I don't think I've listened to a talk show on uh, traditional uh, terrestrial radio in about five or six years. I, you know, if yeah. I'm in the car, yeah, but if I'm in the house, it's it's just streamed. It, yeah. it's, it's an automatic you stream it. And there's there's FM music stations that I stream now as well because of the greatness of iHeart uh, uh, radio. When you can just set up your own station, set up your own tastes. Oh, and uh, yes. it's a. Uh, and uh, this is why we don't go outside anymore. <laughs> this, we don't, this is why we don't go for a stroll anymore. And um, I, I just, uh, Sean, I wanted to hit you with a question right out of the box. All right. Um, when you have Tom Friedman, who I think clearly a left-wing guy, I get that. But he, after 9-11, I was a big Tom Friedman fan. He, he very matter-of-factly uh, pointed out the realities of the world, pointed out the lack of modernity in certain parts of the world. He was a very, very good writer uh, shortly after 9-11 for about two years. I thought he was very good. I don't know how often you read him, but I liked him, even though he had a left-wing. Yes, yes. And he had a left-wing slant. You know what? I was able to deal with that because some of his factual uh, writing was really dead on. You know, it's 
If you're somebody who's on the right, if you're somebody who's a conservative, you still got to plow into uh, the newspapers of the day. You still have to plow into the opinion pieces of the day. And the vast majority of in the uh, the papers of stature are uh, certainly uh, left-leaning. Uh, even the Wall Street Journal has been accused lately of uh, certainly being down with the uh, – uh, uh, the especially when it comes to labor issues, it's uh, very, very pro-illegal uh, immigration. Let's solve the problem. We need cheap labor. You know, that's that's kind of the Wall Street Journal's uh, stance on, on labor issues. And if you've listened to the media for the last three to God, I hate starting. Oh, don't listen to the media, Durka, Durka. Um, I, uh, I, I've been paying close attention. And I just sit back and I'm listening like, my God. Where was, where was this aggression? Where was this standard? Where was this uh, analytical uh, willingness? Where was this uh, uh, just uh, jump on it right away journalism? Uh, Bob Woodward and uh, Bernstein jumping on the case. And this is uh, and, and Tom Friedman literally uh, said that this uh, the rushing hack situation and the situation with uh, President Trump uh, what's going on with the intelligence community? This is uh, like a 9-11 attack. This is like World War II. And it just begged the question immediately for me. Well, why don't I just, you know, I'm Donald Trump. Well, geez, it's 9-11 and uh, World War II. I might as well start uh, launching some missiles, missiles and uh, getting people's faces and start shouting people down and being the obnoxious psychopath that they've been accusing me of being. And at some point, you got to say to yourself, tactically, um, and and intelligence-wise, you got to take a step back and and clear up a few things in your own mind. And uh, Sean, the the short question to you this morning is: uh, Do you think they're jumping on a little bit too heavy at this point? After we we have yet to reach the thirty-day mark, that's that's what I'm talking about. You honestly, I am to no. me. I <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel I I, I and I, I don't disagree with you with with your take on some of this, but I to me I I feel like. The reaction to any type of connection and and between the Trump administration and the right. Russians or any involvement that the Russians have had in the United States, recent ones especially, have been significantly downplayed. To me, it almost feels like people are and and, and I, I, I so hate to, the the American people are not being informed enough. They well, I don't know if they're the information's out there. They just seem wholly uninterested. In that conversation or in interesting. In, so yeah. you're, what you're saying is the American people are not reacting to the hyperbole. No. And I, I, I think to me, it's it's a really, really big deal. And I'm not assessing blame or anything, but it is yeah. definitely something that if if all of these these little I mean, there's a story out today is talking about how, you know, the, the intelligence agencies are concerned to share information with the yeah. president of the United the States. United States. Unbelievable. That is and that is something again. I'm not assessing wrongdoing, but to me, that's a big, big deal, and it's yeah. not getting attention. And and that story today, and thank you for bringing that, because to me, that just portends uh, the future and what this president, what this administration, and what people, uh, uh, the American citizen, what Joe and Jane public are standing there now watching and taking place firsthand. It's been, it's been admitted now. I mean, uh, not just the New York Times, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal is, is the primary uh, uh, feature of this story today on the intelligence community saying, well, yeah, maybe we better hold this back from Donald Trump because it'll be leaked. Uh, um, whether it's uh, Puzder who stepped away, whether it's uh, General Flynn who resigned and people say he called for his resignation. Um, 
this administration is fighting something like no other administration has ever fought before. And interesting take by Sean Preble. The American people don't care about the Russian hacks and attacks. They're just not listening at all. Uh, is this a dangerous uh, ethos that has been created? Uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. I'm Dan Conry, News Talk 1310, WIBA. We shall return. This is the Dan Conry Show. Join the conversation at 321-1310, toll-free at 1-877-235-1310, or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. All right, welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, America. Good to have you along. Uh, Sean Preble, ill-timed uh, bite of a chunky. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sounds and, tasty, uh, though. It's quite yummy, actually. I'm just, I need <laughs> something to wake me up. I, uh, I had low sugar today. I just wanted to get up and start, you know, you know light my fuse a little bit. And uh, I, I guess we should, uh, uh, Sean, uh, here's the last question for you. I, I, I know I'm badgering you today, but I want to hit you with another question. How much is Donald Trump regretting? not bringing on Rudy Giuliani and Chris Christie right away to this administration. Because you talk about two guys who could you know, come out more or less. Uh, <clears throat> I think they could feel this stuff a lot better than some of the other people that he has inside the staff right now. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to feel bad for Kellyanne Conway at this point. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of a it's, – it's she's got a big burden. She seems to be the go-to for everything. I mean, Matt Lauer yesterday is talking to her. And, you know, what talking head for any administration until a, a definitive decision is made either way, uh, you're a talking head and you're a, a, a staffer. You come out and you say uh, um, General Flynn has the full confidence of uh, President Trump. Until you hear otherwise, that's what you're supposed to say. Um, I mean, the, if, if we were just solely talking about Obamacare today, uh, it would be a very, very bad day for the Obama Obama administration and Humana now checking out of the exchanges. Uh, this is a, a, a this is a law literally dying on the vine, and we're talking about an administration that has not been in office yet for thirty days. And is there a legitimate uh, a, a topic matter here? Yes, no doubt about it. Have there been mistakes made? Yes, no doubt about it. And I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, Trump has been perfect. And he's an absolute victim of the uh, media right now at, on, on every issue at every step. I believe General Flynn lied to uh, Mike Pence. That in and of itself, you walk away. It's done. I Listen, I screwed up. I tried to hold back the information to uh, create one degree of separation, which we all know every administration does. And uh, when General Flynn decided to uh, lie to uh, Vice President Pence, that's it. Game over. Now, here's the wacky thing that Dan Connery's talking about. Say yes to all these investigations. Say yes right now. You're not in office for 30 days. Say yes to every investigation right now. And you make sure they every um, investigative trail goes back to every source. that uh, We're talking about the Obama administration here. That's what we're talking about here today. Say yes to the investigation. And I tweeted yesterday. Say yes. You might get some mud on your face because uh, obviously you might have made some mistakes after a, a post-election. But if they had General Flynn uh, offering quid pro quos to the Russian government, it would have been exposed by now because everything else has been exposed and leaked in a criminal fashion. So uh, what we're fighting here is just an, an, a, a, a journalism standard that was MIA for the last eight years. Where the hell were you for the last eight years? 
you have a law, a law that is affecting every single American in the uh, in the United States. Today. Well, that makes a hell of a lot of sense, Dan. <laughs> every American in the United States. I'm going to chalk that one up. Three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free. Eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. And you have to separate the term. Well, the resignation of General Flynn and some of the reality of the conversation. I'm not saying that uh, the, the Trump administration got scared and asked for the resignation. They're very, very separate issues. But you have Tom Friedman from the New York Times literally saying this was a World War II attack. This was a 9-11 attack uh, via the Russians. Uh, they hacked. And he to hear a writer like Tom Friedman, I know he's a lefty. I know he's a zealot, but he's one of the most brilliant men to ever put pen to paper or uh, sit behind a keyboard. And the willing, the willingness to sell one soul to sit there and say that this was a 9-11 level attack and, and or a World War II attack, to me, is insane. We got a lot of calls here. We got Dick. We got Bob. We got Jeff. Let me go to Dick right away, who's uh, been <laughs> holding on for quite some time. Hey, Dick, how you doing, pal? Appreciate your time. Thanks for the call. You're on the Dan Connery Show. Hey, Dan. I uh, missed you yesterday. You know, Dan, what's happening with today's journalism is really tragic. You know, after watching, and I do this, I do watch all three network evening news. You have guests. to. You I just have swear, to. Yeah. I swear, Scott Pelley of CBS, David Muir of ABC, and Lester yep. Holtz of NBC, uh, they have got to contact each other uh, in a conference call earlier in the day on how to jointly attack President Trump night after night after night. And I, I, mean, I, I love Scott Pelley's. I love Scott Pelley's another story that shows the uh, detachment from reality from the Trump administration. I'm like, really? Okay, pal. Okay, all right. It's uh, yeah. and and they say they're not biased when they when they coin a phrase like uh, people are flipping out. I'm going to make this a segment today. People are flipping out over Shepard Smith. I don't know if you've caught him lately. Um, yeah, I, I really have. And that conversation with Russia, I have to tell you, Dan, is nothing compared to the lies a few months ago. When billions of dollars were handed over to Iran, exactly in exchange for hostages, then you have the same standard. With that. If you have the same standard, the Obama administration should have been indicted over Bo, Bo Bergdahl and the Iran uh, dropping money like a drug cartel uh, story. This should have been uh, t- above the fold, top of the fold news for the last three months. And well, and uh, President Obama is trying to keep it real with the Shemana Oh, Okay, in other words, the simpleton strikes again, and you just don't want to call him out on it. Uh, and the uh, the the, uh, the most intelligent man in the world to ever grace the White House, Barack Obama. Um, to me, was uh, was the puppet of uh, Valerie Jarrett. How's that? Yeah, and, and nobody wants to admit that. Uh, nobody wants to talk about that. But if uh, if General Flynn, and by the way, they got nothing on him because we would have had it by now. If he offered a quid pro quo and he uh, or uh, offered anything, oh, listen, we're going to reduce the sanctions. Maybe sanctions. Maybe he said, stand by. We're going to have an use an even hand, which is, is that's some of the hints that are coming out today. That's the language that he used. We will have an even hand regarding uh, sanctions against you. Again, nothing against the law. People try, and for the ignorant uh, ignoramuses out there trying to uh, quite, uh, quote um, a, a antiquated statute here, it doesn't apply. Not, it, not even close. The Logan Act. Um, Dick, appreciate the call today. Uh, we're coming up hard on a break here. Uh, we got Bob and Jeff. Uh, we got the top of the hour news next with uh, Fox News and locally here at News Talk 1310 WIBA. Stand by. Plenty of time yet. If you want to call back in, it's about a six-minute break here. So call back in if you want. Um, 
Bob and Jeff, you hang in. We'll pick you up as soon as we come back from the break. I won't make you wait. Uh, that's Sean Preble. I'm Dan Conry, who's losing his mind, obviously, today. 321 uh, 1310, 321 This is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, America. If you're listening in iHeartRadio, welcome back, Sean Preble. How you doing, pal? I can't complain. It's already Thursday, man. This week is zipping past. It's just and, crazy. And you uh, you and Matt Kittle uh, bailed me out yesterday, and I want to thank you both very, very much for that. Uh, it was a very rather late uh, notification I sent you guys, so thank you very much. And, uh, that's all That's uh, all, Matt. I get a, I texted him bright and early and sent him an email saying, hey, and I get a call from him, and I think he was still in bed because <laughs> he says, <laughs> Abel, I said, hey, what's up, Matt? He's like, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Right. I'm too tired to get out of bed. Right? See, Matt Kittle has character, has a work ethic, and he's a very, very decent man. Unlike me, I'm like, oh, man, I can't get out of bed. <laughs> I'm too tired, man. Well, he's I got too much tally list. <laughs> he's got the kids, I think, that make him <laughs> get going. Oh, oh, see, now you go back to my dad's thesis. Yeah, yeah now you want to leave. Yes. <laughs> that was my dad's philosophy when he was a young man. Yeah, yeah, I got to go. God's speak. Hope it works out for you, kids. Got it. Daddy's got to go now. Um, uh, I, I am, uh, uh, Sean, I, I'm trying to be realistic here. I'm trying to be reasonable. I know I have a bias. I know I'm a conservative. I know I flatly and completely disagree with the uh, what is considered a liberal philosophy today, a, liter- a liberal dogma. Uh, I, I just don't believe it's a it's a healthy uh, political tenet. There, there's nothing good within the uh, liberal uh, mantra for me to uh, get back and, and support in any way, shape, or form. Libertarians I can caucus with. Libertarians I can caucus with on uh, a lot of social issues and certainly have the debate even if I disagree. Uh, I don't find we <laughs> libertarians and and conservatives don't want to uh, kill each other or chase each other out of a room. And uh, some older Democrats out there who uh, might consider themselves classic liberals, I could certainly uh, get behind. But uh, today it is it, it, we are entrenched. It, it is a <clears throat> and you know I, I've been saying this for a while, people that there, there's an anger out there I I've never seen in my lifetime. Politically thinking as a police officer as uh, just an observant person living in a very, very liberal city at one time, or uh, several li- liberal cities at, uh, in my career, whether it's Madison, Milwaukee, New York City, um, and uh, lived lived out in California. So I know, I, I know what it's like to be the loser, loser on a um, uh, on a. You know, you get numerically just by numerics alone. I knew I was going to lose, but I, I still didn't vote uh, with the pack for the sake of voting with the pack. That's not American thinking, as far as I'm concerned. And the new radicalism, the new um, uh, anti-establishment is now the conservative movement on the college campus. Now the conservative movement uh, within the university world, the academic world, the media world, that is – and when CNN and MSNBC have a, uh, a conservative on, I'm still not convinced. 
I'm still not convinced that they're a real conservative. At least Fox News will have uh, liberals who are willing to sit there and say, yeah, well, you're going to lose. I mean, yeah, yeah. do they have some old-time Democrats who are certainly more um, centrist and in the middle of the road? Yeah, they do. But uh, I've heard nothing but good debate uh, between liberals and uh, conservatives on Fox News. The conservatives on MSNBC and CNN, it's like they're talking heads and they really don't care about what they're saying. Uh, we got a few callers who have called in and been holding on, on for a while. Let me uh, get to them right away. Let me go to Bob, who's been very, very patient. And if Jeff calls back in, I'm going to take him right away as well. Uh, Bob, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today, pal. Go right ahead with your call. Oh, sure. Hello today. Uh, you know, the, before I get to what I had called about, uh, the Democratic Party needs more people like Joe Manchin and Jim Webb. Um, yeah. They, and there was another man I saw who was running for their DNC chair that um, – Hit the nail on the head, and uh, you know they, they need more. They also need more levity. They can't take a they joke. Need to, uh, you know what? Uh, liberals can't laugh. Have you noticed that? Unless it's their yeah. set-up comedy venue, uh, liberals don't laugh anymore. They're just unhappy. They're angry, and they're nasty. It's yeah. uh, and uh, it's. All I right, guess God, we've sorry, all God, seen it, you know. But um, you know, Dan, what I what I called about is, and I had caught this term yesterday, and it's an old term, but it was um, what's happening in Washington by these. Uh, Thinks that are inside and, and leaking stuff, especially stuff that it was done prior to um, the inauguration, which puts it on yeah. puts it on the former president's desk. Um, is this is an attempted coup d'état? And you know, uh, I heard that phrase attempt- last night. Yeah, they I heard that phrase to last overthrow night. Overthrow our government from within. You know, I am that- with uh, and and Bob, answer me this. Mm-hmm. I say conduct the investigations. I say go oh. after it, great guns. I say do it uh, to its bone. Peel back every layer of the onion because you can't marry this uh, to Donald Trump, uh, to uh, Kellyanne Conway, to General Flynn, and the rest of the administration when you haven't even hit the 30-day mark yet. Well, well uh, we're I say, and, yeah. And I'm I, with Joe, De, I'm with Joe De, De Genova, by the way. Convene a grand jury tomorrow, Jeff Sessions. Do it tomorrow. Convene I, you know, a grand jury, know. subpoena powers. I was I'm under the impression, and I feel the grand jury should be empowered. Um, but aren't, isn't a grand jury usually empowered without uh, not? Um, is it done in secret, or so the you know that? Oh, well, you can. I mean, a federal jur- a grand jury is not is not going to be videotaped. Or if you ever notice a federal trial, it's only artist rendering. It's never filmed. It's never, well, I'm never totally video. in favor of that because there's some there's some people in, on the inside that are are not working for the United States. They're working for a party, and that's not the way we work in this country. Bob, it's uh, dangerous times we're living in right now, and if the Trump administration is smart, they start the investigations today, and they ask Attorney General Sessions to get to work, convene a grand jury uh, with subpoena powers, and certainly uh, it'll scare a lot of people. And you gotta, you got to make a couple of arrests. right, Bob, thanks for the call today. Thank Have you. a great day. Uh, I would make a, a couple of arrests right away. Between your IT people and good investigators, I guarantee you, you can collar somebody within two or three days uh, with some of the releases taking place. And once you make the collar, once you uh, bring them in and you start talking to them, listen, you're a very, 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 very low uh, piece of fruit uh, on this tree right now. So we're going to offer you full immunity and we're going to get as much information as we possibly can from you. And we're going to give you a walk. You get a pass today. That deal exists one day. And I guarantee you, uh, a lot of the uh, the top of the heap, a lot of the uh, the upper echelon of these intelligence agencies, 
uh, we'll start uh, doing the perp walk. It's time to start doing the perp walk. And it goes back to Mr. O- like Bob said, it goes back to Mr. Obama's desk. It has to. Let's go to uh, let's go to Bob number two on line number two. Hey, Bob, you're on the Dan Connery show. Thanks for your time today. Go right ahead with your call. Hi, Dan. Well, um, you know, President Trump has a couple of days to win the week, and he has to go back to being classic Trump. Remember when he was mired in controversy? Any time during the election, he would pivot and throw out something new. So this is what I want to see. I want to see a fresh executive order on immigration so we can you know, close that chapter and get into something new. I'd like to see Jeff Sessions have a presser at the DOJ saying that we have you know, gleaned new and disturbing information, and we are immediately uh, initiating a RICO investigation against the Clinton yeah. Foundation. I'd like to see uh, – I'd like to find out if Ben Rhodes and Valerie Jarrett have made one phone call to any counterpart in Tehran after – the inauguration, because what they'll do is they'll use it through the one of the think tanks like CSIS, the Center for Strategic. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. International studies. Yeah. They'll use that as context uh, uh, context for their, their conversations with foreign governments. And I'd by like the way, ha- and uh, b- the way you start the conversation going back again, we're in office 30 days. And we need to talk about the very, very, very corrupt Obama administration uh, the quid pro quo crowd, the uh, drug dealing pallet uh, dropping of monies uh, into Iran administration. And so you're right, mainstream media. You're absolutely correct, Democrat Party. By God, we are going to do some investigations. And by the way, Hillary Clinton's back on the docket. Uh, she will. And Mr. Comey has been called this afternoon. We are going to be very, very aggressively pursuing all leads into what has turned out to be a very, very corrupt administration after eight years. So I want to thank you, the mainstream media. I want to thank you, the Democrat Party. Uh, I, President Trump, promise you this will be some of the most vigorous investigation you've ever seen in your life. This will be the most vigorous pursuit of the truth you've ever seen in your life. And I thank you for uh, for the prodding, and I thank you for the encouragement, and I thank you for us, uh, we the American people, getting back to the people's business and the corrupt law, the Obamacare uh, uh, wannabe uh, communist law uh, that is certainly once again today uh, on the within the headlines and within the corruption of the Obama administration and the corruption of the Democrat Party, uh, the filth, the communist degenerate filth that is now uh, not in power, and we will certainly get after every single investigation we deem necessary. Thank you very much for your help on that Democrat Party. Let's see how how aggressive they are after that. Let's see uh, Mr. Cummings and uh, and the rest of the crowd that come out. Uh, we're not letting him off the hook yet. Okay, uh, the, uh, you're absolutely right, Mr. Cummings. We're going to get after that. And thanks for the encouragement on that as well. Three, two, one, thirteen. When they hear a statement that says we are directing our inspectors, generals at 
DOJ, CIA, NSA to find out where these leaks are, are coming from. They will scurry like the cockroaches that they are. I mean, and especially with like the Iran deal, the Obama administration did everything short of hawking Sasha and Malia's, Malia's Beanie Baby collection to give money illegally to the, that regime. It needs to be run down. And I think Trump has a couple of days to win the week. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree, Bob. I don't disagree. Great call. Appreciate your time today, pal. And uh, 321-1310, toll free. We'll take a break now. We'll come back to Gene and Zach. Uh, several people lined up. We'll get back to this right away. This is uh, uh, like nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, I've never seen this level. Um, and some people have used the word coup d'etat. Uh, some uh, Democrats have encouraged a military coup. Uh, it, it's just incredible. And now is the time for the Trump administration to come forward and say, you're damn right we need some investigations, and we're on it, baby. We're on it today, starting now. Grand jury convened. Let's get to work. Uh, 17 past the hour, 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. This is the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. More blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Hey, Sean Preble, I got to ambush you here for a minute if you don't mind. Oh, I love it. All right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm constantly doing that to Preble. You'll be doing like 30,000 things and I'm like, hey, Preble, come on, I want to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> it's like, you know, Dan pays attention. Not. Uh, I want to tell you how nice Wisconsin listeners are. Uh, Wisconsin, not just listeners, people. Wisconsin people. There, there is a there is a thread of decency, whether it's a Democrat, a, a psychotic liberal, or a, a Republican libertarian. I got a I got a piece of hate mail uh, two days ago. Yes, uh, and um, uh, a gentleman named Tim. I won't give his last name because it was just a he sent an email, and I I won't uh, uh, give up his last name here. Uh, he was just he was just mad. He goes I, I and he was talking about uh, a couple of previous hosts back in the day. And he goes I um, and he, he and the subject matter of the um, the the email was unhinged. And <laughs> he said because I just can't believe it. you know you're unhinged and I can't believe you're the uh, you, know, you know you're the solution to uh, the day part of eight thirty to uh, to eleven a.m. And, and you know I sent back a very very you know rational listen. I understand uh, you have loyalty to previous hosts and it's a great thing and. Uh, you know, Darrell Connor stepped in here and saved the day, and, and we all love Mitch Hank. I mean, it just—I mean, it is what it is. And uh, you know, somebody's loyalty to a host—I I, got to appreciate that. That's my bottom line. And uh, and I just suggested a few things, and I, I told them the realities. And it, it was a very—it was a professional response. I didn't want to be an idiot, you know. And I, so he, he writes back, goes, "Ah, eh, well, maybe Dan, you're right." And I've heard you had some health issues, so I I, I want to wish you very good health as well. Yeah, even Wisconsin, Wisconsin people just can't be mean at the end of the day. You know, they, <laughs> if they get to the bottom line of the conversation, he was still a DC human being. So I want to thank Tim, uh, who's not listening anymore. Uh, that um, <clears throat> I appreciate his kind words so, and just so even the angry people out there that uh, have written me nasty hate mail. I just want to say thank you for being decent towards the end of it. So isn't that funny? Do you find that was I know you're a Homer, but there, there's a decency that you can't describe from anywhere else. And I think some of it too is coming to the realization that that uh, real people and and I think for sometimes sometimes we forget that um, so often just in just in general debate and general conversation is that. The people that have different opinions are not morons. They're not idiots, or they're not yeah. willfully dece- deceiving. They are. They are. They have very well established positions. And sometimes when we start to listen to them, we realize, 
hey, you know what? Maybe we're not that far off on things. And you know what? Maybe this guy's a, a pretty decent guy at the end of the day, even though I disagree with him. <laughs> yeah, No, no, qualified. I, I think he's an idiot, but he seems like a decent guy. <laughs> because the well-educated well Wisconsin, I won't give you a pass on it. You know, you're an idiot. I know you're an idiot, Dan. But, you know, I, I, you know, I wish you very good health in the future, which I just find. Uh, and, Sean, I know, once again, I know you're biased, but it's a, it's a different temperature than my, our friends in Minnesota, don't you think? Yes, it's, yes. It I, there's a big difference between Wisconsin and Minnesotans, and I think uh, people in both states would want that uh, uh, description made very, very clearly. That nobody wants to be like somebody else, and they're, and they're not. Um, the, the either coast don't get that about the Midwest. They just fly over and make uh, passing judgments, and they realize, wait a minute, Wisconsin just taken over the upper echelon of the federal government uh, at oh, damn near every uh, position. So uh, good for us here in Wisconsin, and I'm a, an appreciative. Um, Strange interloper that you've let into the state several years ago. So thank you. Three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. Let's go to Zach on line one, who's been very very patient. Hey Zach, you're on the Dan Connery show. Thanks for your time today. Go right ahead with you. Go on. Please don't curse. So uh, I know it's frustrating, but please don't. If you can, Zach, appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I I agree with the previous caller who, who and others who have said that there is an attempted uh, coup d'etat going on there in Washington. Uh, if you uh, think of uh, Maxine Waters saying that she is going to work every day t- uh, to see that impeachment proceedings against the president yep. uh, take place when there is as yet there's no legal standing, no legal grounds for an impeachment of, of the president. Um, and other Democrats and liberals who say that uh, we're going to work every day resisting everything the president does. Now, the hypocrisy uh, is easily seen. You know, if if uh, Hillary Clinton would have won the election, there would have been no recounts in some. No, no. Uh, it's similar to uh, in our own state, the John Doe investigation with uh, Governor Walker. If he hadn't yes. uh, put through Act Ten. There would have been no John Doe investigation. And this is where uh, uh, liberals of good conscience need to really kind of do some soul searching and say, really, do I believe that um, uh, President Trump or that Scott Walker committed an impeachable act? Or do I believe that these things are happening because they uh, they are politically opposed to and they simply uh, viscerally hate Donald Trump? And Scott Walker, uh, Zach, I I don't know how old you are, but uh, I politically, I don't know how far back you go. Uh, And I don't go back far enough to the uh, the Watergate. I I don't uh, go back far enough uh, with anything prior to that, obviously. Um, But the discourse in the country, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen this level of vitriol, of absolute hypocrisy, uh, absolute, I believe, uh, very, very anti-American uh, uh, leanings uh, from members of our society and, and the rise of communism within the ranks of our young people, the rise of communism within the ranks of academia, um, no longer even trying to hide it when you see the banners uh, that are being held up at the Democrat National Convention. Uh, you have the rise of a Bernie Sanders to me, which he was interesting, um, but to me far too socialist and, and far too radical for my liking. Uh, at the end of the day, he garnered the attention of a lot of people. And I really think 
A lot of Americans don't understand what being a representative Republican is all about. I don't think they understand what a capitalist society is all about and, and what the free market can, uh, can change, what the free market can solve, and what the free market can produce. Um, you know, when we listen to Klaus Financial here on WIBA with Sean Preble and, and uh, with uh, C.J. Klaus and Malia, uh, we hear rational common sense and we hear that we, we talk about a market honestly – uh, that, that, you know, at 20600 um, I'm not sure of, uh, whether it's a dot-com, whether it's a service, whether it's a product. I don't see that, so I know a correction is coming. I mean, common sense tells you a correction is coming, but don't run away from the free market. Don't run away from the market. Don't run away from investment. In fact, when you see a correction, that's when you jump in, man. Get some cash in there and, and, and see what happens if you can do it, if you have the cash. But, uh, Zach, I've never seen anything like this politically, and I'm just wondering how far back you go. Okay. Um, could I could I reference yeah. uh, Watergate? Sure. I'm 67, so I know all about. Okay, Watergate. you got a good reference on it, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the question before the American people, the overarching question was, uh, is the president or is anyone in his administration above the law? Right. And I I reference that as a way of making a comparison with the Hillary Clinton and her uh, destroying evidence, and it it right. frightens me <clears throat> that uh, as of now. We're saying that Hillary Clinton is above the law. Uh, James Comey, sadly, uh, is above the law. Now, I don't have anything against her personally. I don't know her. But I think we deserve to see the system work as it is designed to work. You'll recall uh, Colson, Liddy, uh, Mitchell, right. Dean all went to prison, and the president was forced to resign. I'm not saying what punishment. And by the way, he had an attorney general who had the character to say, I'm resigning. I'm walking out now. It's uh, I, I can't do this. What you're asking me to do is break the law, and I won't do it. And he, and he resigned. And Republican I mean, uh, senator from Tennessee, uh, Howard Baker, saying, "Mr. President, there's a it's time to go." And John Dean, yep. head counsel, saying, "Mr. President, there's a cancer on." Where are the Democrats saying that about Hillary Clinton? I, they, they don't exist. Uh, very good call, uh, Zach. I appreciate your time, and uh, it, it's. I've, I've just, I, I'm very worried. Uh, I, I don't think, and Zach, have a great day. Appreciate your call. We still got about three minutes left here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Let me go to Steve, who is uh, uh, just called in. He's online too. Steve, you're on the Dan Connery show. Um, it's it's interesting and it's frightening at the same time. It's more frightening than it is interesting for me, uh, Steve. That's that's how I'm starting to feel because I don't think we can survive. Um, uh, what is the uh, circling of the drain, I believe, and I don't think Donald Trump and his administration can solve what we're looking at right now. Uh, I, I think it's uh, too entrenched. Uh, Steve, go right ahead. Thanks for your time. 
Yeah, I've never seen anything like it either. I mean, you have to be a closet Republican now or you fear for your life. It's insane. But uh, last night on Lou Dobbs, um, Lou Dobbs said that Obama is coming very close to sedition and treason. That's some heavy words from a pretty pretty powerful guy who knows his stuff. So they better watch it. The hammer's And, uh, you know, I wouldn't call Lou Dobbs a, a right-wing psychopath. I wouldn't call Lou Dobbs a, a, a zealot to the point where he's you know can, can be uh, – uh, set up with the, the right wing extremist uh, who, you know, but uh, I, I relate a little bit closer to them. Uh, and he was a CNN guy for many years who was uh, who was told to like, yeah, don't give your opinion, just do the uh, business news. And um, he's very comfortable on Fox Business. Uh, I, I think it, and he's a big Trump supporter. We got to make that clear as well. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, if you if you're if I look at James Comey and I, his reading of that indictment of Hillary Clinton that day and then say that no prosecutor would take that case, I don't know how James Comey is still uh, the director of the FBI. And I, I'm, I'm cu- very curious to find out the conversation he had with uh, President Trump or uh, it's just to me, it's uh, um, I, I'm be, suspect. Be, but Jeff Sessions has only had, what, three days and yeah, he's three and three days. days. Yep. I mean, the, the amount of paperwork that has to come down to get these guys to set him up for the big event. I mean, I, I have a feeling that's what Saturday night's about. That big Saturday well, night speech that Trump's giving. I think he's going to name names and start talking about indictments. I hope he does. I I hope he breaks precedent the same way President Obama has broken president for the last precedent uh, over the last eight years. I hope Donald Trump says this is a thief, that is corrupt, this is a thief, and that individual is dealing with Russia and promising them things hand over fist for years. And uh, here's the truth in your face now. Uh, and for those who are screaming the end of Donald Trump, uh, don't forget who Donald Trump is and don't forget uh, um, he has a certain talent that no other politician has. It's uh, 32 past the hour. We've got to take a break. Dave is next after the break. Then, Sandy, I'm Dan Connery. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310 WIBA. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back. Welcome to the country of fake news. Welcome to the country of uh, faux outrage. Until their leader is no longer in office, then all of a sudden they're patriots again. And if they applied the same standard to uh, their party's leader, i.e. President Trump, uh, that cat had been doing the perp walk a long time ago. Um, I just find this outrage uh, a little bit late uh, to the game. And for an administration that is 30 days in office... Uh, the onslaught that they're looking at right now. Let me make this very, very clear. Some of the wounds, self-inflicted. Some of the wounds, certainly, uh, 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 it, it just bothers me that, uh, and, and Sean, I don't know if you've thought about this, and we got, uh, we've got we uh, got Dave and Sandy and a few other people lined up right now. Um, doesn't it bother you that Mr. Flynn, who was in the intelligence world for a long time, uh, would assume that he could call a Russian leader or a Russian government and that call not be intercepted? I mean, wouldn't he know that? Yeah, you'd, mean, you'd, you'd think they'd be, he'd be smarter than that, but apparently, apparently or, not. Or was his language, did he feel so benign and so righteous that he didn't mind making the call? And, and this is why I'm suspect about some of the outrage and uh, my hackles are starting to rise up at the fact that they have not released a, a statement of quid pro quo or that uh, he would, in fact, say the uh, sanctions are going to be reversed. I think if they had that, we'd know that right now. So um, 
is it much to do about nothing? No, because the separate deal here is that he lied to uh, Vice President uh, Pence. Got to go. And to me, uh, Flynn, you know, I just I met him once personally. and It was kind of weird. And, you know, I think he's a good man. I think he's a great patriot. and He served us very, very well. But, uh, you know, a lot of these generals sold their souls to uh, work uh, for the Obama administration. And a lot of the full birds and above, you know, if it's time to put your papers in, put your papers in. Walk away. For my friends in the intelligence community, if you, if you detest Donald Trump, got to pack it in. Got to go work somewhere else. Uh, have the integrity to get up and resign. Um, uh, that's one thing I, you know, I, I've never hesitated to do. Listen, uh, you don't want me here. I don't want to be. That's fine. Let's let's call it a day. Let's pack it in. Uh, never afraid to step away. That's uh, and it gives you that gives you a certain freedom, by the way. Uh, if you, if you're not if you have confidence and faith in your own skills and abilities and uh, and and able to uh, take the next step a lot of the other things start to just fall away a lot of the other uh, concerns just start to uh, melt down if you will yeah okay yeah no no we're done we're done no problem i'll see you later nice knowing you godspeed hope it all works out for you and i never take anything personally and that has given me a new freedom and it took me a lot of years to get to that place but i'm at that place i mean i can handle what you throw at me uh let's go to uh Let's go to a Dave from the much maligned Gurney, Illinois. Dave, appreciate your time today, pal, and thank you so much for your call. Go right ahead. Hey, Dan, I was listening to you. You, you brought up uh, with one caller not being around back in the uh, the Watergate days in the early 70s, mid-70s there. Yeah, I was um, a kid. I mean, I was yeah. a little kid. So I, Well, I was around, and it was never to a point like this. The media, first of all, is out of control. But here's what's going on in, in the um, – in the um, uh, divisions of our government. Uh, back in the 70s, uh, when Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn were underground, they were still doing their protesting. All this protesting that we're seeing now, it's, it's the yeah. same kind of protesting. But what they did when they came back from underground, which was 1980, and they paid their debt to society, where did they go? They went into education. Academia. They knew knew once that they could get people, kids' minds, that's where the revolution is going to happen. So the people that are going against Donald Trump, these are people that have been educated by – just think of it like this. They were educated by Bill Ayers, and they were taught not to blow up those buildings but to go in those buildings and change them from inside. Mm -hmm. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing the revolution from the inside our federal buildings. They – in their youth, they felt the explosive was very effective, but uh, after a little uh, payback – they realize becoming the secular progressive uh, Democrat communist cancer from within the walls and grow outwards. Uh, they've been much more effective, haven't they? Ben? Yep. You change you change the mind instead of, of well, you get you get a hold of somebody's heart, their compassion, which is I, right. would, I would argue is even stronger than your mind, because, you know, once you get somebody's compassion, You've got them, you know, I mean, because but but once you get a hold of that and now those people that were educated under that philosophy, that ideology, they are in these positions in our federal government. And it's going to be very tough moving forward if there isn't a cleaning of the swamp like Donald Trump. Dave, I really don't feel uh, let's say uh, Mr. Trump gets four years and his administration gets four years. I don't think that's enough time to uh, to treat the cancer that's within. No. 
No, um, it's going to take uh, it's going to take a, a long time. It took a long time for this to happen. You know, you're looking yep. back to, to 1980, and and you figure back in in 1960 65, 50 percent. Um, you know, uh, the people that are are uh, 50 now. You know, they were they were like in their in their 20s. So these right. th- this is a whole education, a, a re re education of 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 our um, social justice education that we have in our schools and that's what's what's permeated in in our uh, federal halls now i mean it's not like all of a sudden one day it was offensive to have the ten commandments in a courtroom it's not like in one day it became offensive to uh say the pledge of allegiance and or sing the national anthem in a public school i mean this was a growing festering cancer yeah and it was also in line with what has been going on in hollywood what we've been fed through our movies through our tv through our commercials through uh television shows everything that we see in the media it's all meant to bolster what they're teaching in the schools from social justice and and white privilege have you noticed the new tactic uh dave this is why i like talking to you because you see the surreptitious part of the uh the the obvious um, the new tactic that a lot of Hollywood uh, personalities are taking, and it's a brilliant tactic, by the way. Hey, I work, I pay taxes, I'm raising my children, and I'm sending them to school. I'm allowed to have an opinion just as much as you are. It's so simple, but yet it's brilliant. I, I think it's, uh, and again, just as nefarious. Yeah, and don't forget that some of these Hollywood producers, they were actually given our our taxpayer money to push this yep. agenda by the Obama administration. And uh, what uh, Norman Lear, I know, received uh, a yeah. few million dollars, you know, to put out these, produce these shows that are going to, going to continue this uh, this social pap that is. Immense. How quickly? How quickly do you think they want to kill uh, internet freedoms and talk radio? With uh, if if Hillary got in, I believe talk radio would be a very different product two years from now. You know what's you yeah. know what's dangerous. You kind, of, you kind of brought it up when you said you had your power outage, and you and you yeah. had to count on your internet. Hey, listen. You know, I thought to me one of the biggest finds I ever had was finding transistor radios because yeah. I can listen to you as long as you're on the air. I can listen to you on an analog. Uh, transistor radio if I choose to. And and sometimes stepping back on technology is not a bad thing. Going it's a very good thing. Right. That came before because it's like having that wind-up flashlight, you know, in your basement when the lights go out, you know, that you know you're always going to Do you to know be- why my father refused Easy Pass and buying a new vehicle? Because <laughs> they could trace him. I don't want your GPS. I don't want your Easy Pass. Leave me alone. Don't follow me. Exactly. And, uh, Exactly. There was a lot to be said for that. Uh, yep. As usual, Dave, a great call. Appreciate your time today, my friend. Uh, we didn't laugh enough today. Make sure we laugh tomorrow, Dave. <laughs> After the break, we've got Sandy, we've got Eric, and uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, free 877-235-1310. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. We shall return. Now, more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back. Strange country, this America now, isn't it? And just to listen to some of the the rhetoric that is being shot out by the Democrat side of the aisle. Where the hell were these people for the last eight years? Uh, it's And yet nobody, uh, nobody stops and says to themselves, uh, yeah, hello. 
you know, uh, John Conyers and Mr. Cummings. Uh. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, this is not over by a damn sight. This is a, yet during the Hillary Clinton hearings, I, I don't know why we're here. This would be craziness up here. We're trying. This is this parrot's a very good woman. Okay, moron. You know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, nothing funnier than uh, hearing, hearing John Conyers call for uh, justice, then tries to read a statement. That, that, that was comedy at, at its best. Comedy at its best. Uh, we've got Sandy, uh, who has been holding for quite some time. Eric, I'm sorry about that. If you call back in, I'll pick you up right away. Uh, Sandy, you're on the Dan Conry Show. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate your call. And uh, you're going to bring up something that I might challenge a little bit here, but go right ahead with your call. Okay, well, I know it's about the three who uh, were found working in uh, the, uh, the house. Uh, even Lou Dobbs had Marie, uh, I forget what her last name is, she's Italian. She brought. She did a report. Maria Bartiromo. You're talking Correct. about the three IT people, Amita Bartiromo and uh, the three IT people who caught. Well, you know what, I have not seen a lot of detail on that story, and I've been suspect of it for a while. Um, what, where have you gotten that and what, what exactly have you heard on that? I have heard that there are three, uh, their names are Abid, Imran, and Jamal, and there is a woman. And they have been discovered. Uh, you have uh, BuzzFeed has reported on it, which, you know, well, take BuzzFeed for what it is. I guess what gave me credit, more credibility as it became on, came on my radar uh, was that uh, Lou Dobbs. Yeah, yep. uh, and uh, that, I, I think that's a good threshold. I think that's okay, a very good well, threshold. Agreed. And I guess my question is, uh, okay, Paul Ryan, why is there not an internals on this? These three each made 160k. Right. And 20, uh, you know, he first. And, and by the way, for the folks who don't know this, these three are allegedly working in the House of Representatives at one point, and uh, I don't even it know was... that had they been fired. I don't even know. I, mean, I, I don't again, have enough on. Where's the curiosity uh, here? But we, but we, Sandy, let me going. let me add to your thesis. Let me add to your thesis here a little bit. Uh, it, do you not find it curious that uh, the very people who had alternative plans to Obamacare, the very people who are coming up with uh, tax plan after tax plan after tax plan, uh, the very people who had alternatives for the very radical government of uh, Barack Obama? And Joe Biden and the rest of the radical uh, Democrat Communist Party, all of a sudden, uh, where the plans are gone, the uh, the intensity is gone, uh, the quick movement is gone, and uh, I, I don't often call out uh, my uh, one of my good friends, I think, is as Paul Ryan, and I don't call out the the Republican Party for for. Uh, for t- ridiculous th- reason, I am starting to call them out now. When I see, I feel like they're slow walking just as much as the Democrats in the Senate slow walking this administration's uh, selections. And I agree. And, and that's where's the, the intensity? Where's the intensity from the Republican Party? That's what I well, want to see. Well, that's just it. And I and just with like uh, Lindsey Graham and McCain, no surprise. I mean, they yeah. want to get to the bottom. I'm no longer shocked stuff. at them hating uh, Donald Trump. I'm no oh, longer shocked. Uh, at that. Agreed. But it's like they're waiting for the 
water to get a little more bloody. What this feels like, I mean, as they're reporting and I'm reading on the Flynn thing, and yes, he shot himself in the foot, I think he started showing his hand premature. He he was going to bring forth what I'm read on the Iran deal, and that's right, the right, crux right. of it. Okay, so what I'm getting a sense of, we're having a a huge John Doe going on in D.C., where you have rogue prosecutors or rogue uh, people in the know. Yes, who are going out and just, I mean, John Flynn was a private citizen when he had this phone call, and he was illegally tapped. So they shouldn't, I just... And by all reports, by the way, the release of the transcript, uh, the release of the talking points, uh, did not meet the criteria that uh, with the uh, the OKs you're supposed to get from the upper echelon. Uh, they, those were not met, and somebody committed a felony within the uh, federal ranks, well, and that needs had, to be discovered. They got a just as with Chisholm. Remember, as that those reports came out, they went to judges and said, "Hey, we've got some activity going on," so they signed off. Right. And but uh, you're supposed to get it. Uh, so uh, what you're suggesting is uh, the FISA court, which is the Foreign Tele- Intelligence uh, Surveillance Act uh, court. There's, there is literally a FISA court people don't know about. Uh, I don't think they signed off on getting that uh, transcript from uh, Flynn's phone call. Somebody did. Somebody All right. All right. signed off to get this so that it's out in the uh what we and I don't know that and if that if, but if that threshold was not met and again you you realize before Mr. Obama left uh, the White House he lowered that criteria by the way he uh, made a, a point to lower the criteria to uh, surveil uh, uh, foreign intelligence foreign phone calls and uh, but I don't know even if no if it meets that criteria I want to get Eric on uh, Sandy I appreciate the call good uh, good conversation I appreciate that uh, Eric uh, thanks for your patience today I'm so sorry about that a lot of calls and a lot of great points being made here today uh, Eric go right ahead with your call appreciate your time oh well thank you how you doing there hanging in there here, pal go ahead here, here's my point Susan Rice goes on national TV I mean, absolutely just filthy, outright lies to America. Obama not only covers her. Who, by the way, Susan Rice, at the time of those pathological lies, was the ambassador to the United Nations with no contact or or no inroads to the intelligence community or the State Department. Uh, To me, why in the hell was she the talking head? Because she was the one who was the easiest to roll out there. That's why. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Exactly. And Obama not only protected her, but I'm sure he would have promoted her if he could. Now, in essence, he did. He did. He made it a national security advisor after she, uh, yeah, she took the head. That's true. That's right. That's right. She was, she was going to be Mr. Secretary of State. She got shot down. Now we look at Mr. Flynn. Okay, yeah. he misled or lied to our vice president, and I'm convinced Trump was going to can him, which is why he resigned. That is the difference between Trump and Obama. That is which exact, is uh, I think, I two think worlds apart is, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's it right there. You you work for Obama, you lie, you get promoted. You work for Trump, you lie, you get canned. I mean, uh, not everybody, not that way is perfect, but I mean, wouldn't that Eric? Kind of I I see your point. Right there? I see your point, and to me, if you go to the uh, to the heart of the matter, uh, that's what it boils down to. Uh, that's what it absolutely boils. And I think you're absolutely right. I want to uh, read this, Eric. Great call. Appreciate your time today, pal. Uh, want to read this from Ann, listening on iHeartRadio in the Twin Cities. Um, If I understand you correctly, the intelligence community is accusing Trump's administration of the leaks. I suspect the leaker is somebody within the intelligence community, and uh, all this is a a diversion. 
Um, and I, I guess if the uh, progressive position is do as I say, not as I do, uh, great uh, message from uh, Anne in the Twin Cities. Uh, it, it really is incredible. And it's it's happening right before your eyes. But the recipe is being rewritten by a very, very aggressive Democrat communist mainstream media. And by God, I never wanted to be this guy who sat here and said things like that. Yeah, the dang mainstream media don't like us, Durka Durka. I, I never wanted to be this guy. And I, and I do read for, uh, progressive writers and I do read liberal writers, some of whom are honest. Uh, but why is there outrage that Bill Maher is going to have Milo on his show. To me, again, it's a very, very dangerous movement. Democrat Communist Party in full bore right now. And uh, I say, Mr. Trump, go forward aggressively with investigations. 321-1310, toll-free 877-235-1310. That's the one and only Sean Preble taking your calls. This is the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Common sense solutions. That's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. We as Americans have the capacity now as we've had in the past to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Common sense has become... An uncommon commodity. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, America. If you're listening in iHeartRadio, Sean Preble and I certainly thank you very much for that. Sean Preble, how you doing, pal? I'm doing excellent. This week is flowing by, despite having dental procedures earlier in the week, despite missing you yesterday. It still yeah. seems to be moving. It's really nice that people miss me. You know, I just feel really good about myself. We love that. Uh, well, I appreciate that. And uh, even though you think I'm insane politically, which is, you know, we've come together. And yes. I, and Sean and I have a photo together that I think you'd really. Like. <laughs> 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 which we, if we, if we ever put that forward, uh, we'll both be out of a job yes. and it'd be totally my fault. <laughs> and uh, I, I had a woman yesterday, actually, uh, uh, and I forget, it, uh, uh, Tone. Uh, Tony or uh, Tonette, uh, I certainly wasn't the first lady, I know that. But uh, uh, she said, uh, uh, Dan is my caffeine in the morning, where the hell are you? And I, <laughs> we, I took that as very high praise, and maybe then again, maybe not. <laughs> and uh, and our friend Pat uh, posted uh, similarly as well today. And uh, lots going on today. Busy news day. Uh, Sean, I don't know if you heard the breaking news. Uh, Mr. Trump is going to be... Uh, having a little press conference at uh, at one o'clock and he's also uh, supposed to be making a a rather big speech on saturday and again the beauty of taking off on hump day is uh, i i really uh, caught up on all the news and uh, uh we've been talking about the federal bench and talking about uh activist judges and uh certainly that has happened here in wisconsin uh, in november when uh federal judge panel three judge panel has uh, told the state of wisconsin to redraw the redistricting max uh who the hell is a federal judge to even comment on that when the democrats win and in 10 years if they're in power they get to redraw the maps that's how it works that's how it goes uh it's incredible the uh um the incursion that is taking place i can't believe i'm talking about federal judges this way uh, you know, I, I'm not a guy who likes to challenge the bench in any way, shape or form. I'm not a guy who has uh, uh, made a uh, habit of making judges mad at me. Uh, being a former officer of the court, believe you me, you know, I step carefully. 
But my God, this is just—it's uh, bizarre. It is literally bizarre. Let's go to what uh, Madeline in uh, in on line one, who's uh, been waiting for quite some time over the break. Madeline, you're on the Dan Connery show. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for the call. Go right ahead. That's Appreciate exactly, your time. That's exactly what I was calling you about—is the redistricting. I can't believe that Scott Fitzgerald and the uh, legislature is spending another hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars on uh, challenging the ruling by three judges. Three judges said that that was unconstitutional the way it was laid out. Now, Madeline, you and I might disagree on the details of this, but you and I might disagree on uh, on the reality of... Uh, redistricting every 10 years and whatever party is in power, they get to draw that map. I mean, they that's, don't that's... need, but if it was done in a decent way, nobody would have opposed it. What's a decent this way? What, 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 but Madeline, what is a decent a way? Done in a discriminatory way. They changed every line that they could possibly to give the advantage to the Republicans. And you know, that. is it safe to say, is it safe to say the Democrats did the very, I, I'm not saying there's a, there's some uh, Homer uh, uh, behavior taking place. I'm not saying there's, there, uh, there's no bias involved here. I'm certainly not naive enough to believe that. And I'm not going to insult your, uh, your point being but made here, if, but, if but and I'm not trying to be insulting, but the fact is don't, then the Democrats get to do that 10 years ago. The Democrats could do it if, if, if they wanted to, but they if they were in power, in a, they did not do it in a way that was so unconstitutional and discriminatory. And I have not done, been explained right now. And Madeline, right now, nobody ex- explained doing- to me. Madeline, nobody's explained to me why it was that unconstitutional because they think it's biased against certain communities and in favor of other communities. That's. Uh, if if you've reached the plateau of uh, of uh, citizen nullification and having any power within the state, I I would I would say yeah there might be a legitimate complaint. And if uh, the Fitzgeralds and the Republican majority felt that there was no way to challenge this legally and it was just done in a very very nefarious political way, I I would agree with you. Don't waste the money and and just redraw the maps. But I'm not there yet. And I think there should be a fight. I think the Republicans should put up a fight think that we well you're not paying our taxes are you i mean yes, they've I already spent two million dollars on this and now they've hired a, a lawyers for three hundred dollars an hour to take it all the way to the supreme court now you know do us taxpayers have any right at all to say this is a waste of money if you're fighting something that was ruled unconstitutional and discriminatory right. by three judges so you're and saying you three you, judges. You're saying three judges. judges uh, now let's let's put the decision aside for a second here, Madeline. You're saying three judges should yes. impact the entire state of Wisconsin and every voter in Wisconsin. You, because uh, you know they said it's unconstitutional. Because the legislature has been going over the ruling of the rest of the Wisconsin residents. Then I, I'd have to ask and, you. I'd have to ask you another ask question then. About this money? I'd have to ask you a question. Uh, You know what? They don't have to. I mean, if they file suit, they can file suit. That's our elected legislators are allowed to do that. Uh, I have to ask you a question. Do you believe one judge in Seattle should affect over 320 uh, uh, billion people here in the United States, 320 million people here in the United States? Uh, So his opinion, thinking that something might be a bad uh, security policy from you think one judge should be able to affect the entire country? Well, what do we give these judges rulings for? 
I mean, you yourself just said, well, you know, I, I respect the rules. If it was in your favor, you'd probably respect that judge. If it wasn't, you wouldn't respect that judge. And, I and let me think th- that why do we have judges? If the judges can't make a ruling and then they're, they're opposed for something. You know, just think about it, mister. I mean, I hardly ever can listen to your program. You have called people like me who don't agree with you. You've called us communists. You've called us rioters. You've called us every name under the book because we don't necessarily agree with you. I would think that in, a, uh, in our society, we can agree to disagree, but not be called communists and I'm, rioters. I've been, call, I've been calling I the Democrats. Protest, uh, and I have what was, never rioted. Uh, okay, but to me, uh, when I address uh, the Democrat Communist Party in the United States, which I believe it has become, and I and I look at the rioters, and I look at the obvious uh, destructive behavior, the obvious the obvious hatred, and the obvious divisiveness, and the rejection of what is a re- representative republic. I'm certainly allowed to have an opinion, Madeline. And the fact is, haven't you and I had a conversation for the last almost four to five minutes now? And you know what? I have a right to have this opinion, but you are you talk about fake news. I would say a lot of your program is fake news. You are telling people that every person that is not in agreement no, with No, I've never said party, every person. You, well, you when what day did I say every person? Us all together. And I whole, I really am objecting to that. I think that we have a right to protest not violently, but to show that we are not in agreement with some things. What other resource do we have? I've tried calling people, and their lines are filled. Their mailboxes are filled. You can't reach anybody, and that's why people are turning to protest now, to just legally look at how many people were in that women's march. Was there any violence in that? If there was, there might have been some people that were hired to violence, but they that was supposed to be a very nonviolent. Look how many were in Wisconsin. Uh, when when you have Madonna calling for the blowing up the White House, I'm sorry, you lose a little credibility in the conversation here. When you have women dressed as female genitalia, uh, you lose a little credibility in the conversation. Madeline and I, you and I have just had a conversation, and you, yet you sit there and say that I accuse Everybody of singularly of everything. I believe the Democrat Party has become a communist movement. I truly believe that. I wouldn't sit here and say that every day if I didn't see the violence, if I didn't see that the majority of uh, of uh, Republicans who've been voted in across the country in 33 states, uh, the majority of state houses, the majority of state legislatures, the dog catcher, and the Republicans are winning um, a lot of seats. The Republicans are winning the day politically. So what happens to the opposing point of view? It turns into a nasty, uh, destructive, hate-filled uh, uh, speech, destruction, marches, and uh, and obviously anarchists uh, get entree into a lot of these uh, movements. And yet, at the end of the day, Madeline, you are allowed to call this show and have this conversation with me and accuse me of everything uh, that I truly believe I, I'm not guilty of. But the fact is, I heard your words. I listened to your words today. And and the audience and you heard know, your words today. Why, you know why there are so many Republicans voting? Because there isn't a free radio that they will take a progressive or a Democrat show. It's all this type of Rush Limbaugh, you, and all the people who are promoting this divisiveness by saying how bad the rest of the people are. 
why aren't you saying, let's get together? Let's do something together. Why is that up to me? Why is that up to me when I'm on the, Madeline, why is that up to me when I'm on the winning side of the conversation right now, politically anyway? Winning side? I don't think so. You are. You know, and and this is why you're committed. This is why you're committed to the division until the Democrat Communist Party gets back into power. That's why you're committed to it. You won't reach across the aisle. You don't want to agree with me. You don't want to uh, cooperate with me. You don't want to sit down and and try to figure out our differences. You just want to call me and say that I I accuse everybody of this, this, and that. And uh, you can't get a progressive liberal station on the air because it's only this uh, this obnoxious, powerful uh, conservative talk on the air. Uh, We have tried progressive talk in the state of Wisconsin time after time after time, yet you, the progressive liberal Democrat communist side, won't support it economically. And uh, that's the problem. Madeline, I think you were able to uh, voice your concerns on the Dan Connery Show here on News Talk 1310. WIBA, 18 past the hour, Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA, we shall return. More blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. All right, welcome back. Uh, Sean and I were just uh, chatting a little bit during the break. And he, uh, you know, I've heard the conversation about the district, but he just sent me an illustration of how it's shaped. And uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, Illinois' 4th District, that uh, they're called the earmuffs. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was drawn to uh, encompass Hispanics. And uh, and African Americans in a way that it's just it 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 I think it looks like a, like an ugly Pac Man going from left to right, just eating uh, the rest of Chicago, if you will. And uh, but again, I, uh, Sean, I I think I'm onto something here. If if you're in power in ten years from now, guess what? You get to draw the districts. I mean, it is what it is. That's the reality. Yeah, and um, I, I tend to think that that it's all. <laughs> The way we do it is wrong. I think Illinois is very wrong, and I think Wisconsin is very wrong. And I think part of – and Dave from Gurney called back, and I was talking to him a little bit too during the break. And one of the things that I think tends to get in part of why this is going to be quite the battle is when you have one party controlling – both houses and the executive branch, like here in Wisconsin, you you right. tend to get a little careless. And there were things that that had there been a little more concern for scrutiny may not have been done. I don't know if if what this what this court did um, and their determination on Wisconsin stuff. Some of the comments that have been made tend to make you think that you know it's, you're slapping your forehead, going, "Come on, guys, don't say this because this is the type of stuff that gets dragged in front of a judge, and the judge says." Wait a second here. You're trying to to do this unfairly. You're not trying to be judicious in any way. And there is a requirement to be to to yeah. be a bit judicious. It's not we won. We get to do it all. We get to dr- dr- draw the lines. It's we will we will then incorporate this stuff, but we will do it to be fair. Wink, wink. And nobody's saying absolutely have to be fair. Now, Just Sean, don't tell anybody you're not. Sean, I, I'm going to I'm going to claim uh, guilty on human nature. I've always wanted to draw up a congressional uh, district in New York State that had just one little splotch in the middle with a giant middle finger up to the rest of the state. Yeah, Want to steal our money, kid? Yeah. Steal our money, you Democrat bastard. <laughs> so I'm guilty as charged. Yes. But, uh, but Sean, I mean, uh, with Madeline calling in, don't you find it ironic that she's able to call this show and air her concerns and uh, and then complain about the very product she called? <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, is it me? <laughs> I'm, not, 
I wasn't running a stopwatch there, but I, I have a feeling since she she took up an entire segment, she may have gotten more airtime than any other caller this week. So for anybody that complains that, Dan Connery, you're not fair, you don't want to hear the opposite, you give people that disagree with you far more airtime than I do. I, that, I do yeah. uh, air on their favor. Yeah, I do air in their favor. Way more. Which is because, you know, I was raised by a guy – you know, you know, academically, my dad was, you know, if you p- didn't pass his test, he didn't give you a zero or an unhappy face. You get a rap across the head and y- you better be able to defend your positions. Um, this is why I think we have some of the most interesting callers in the nation. Uh, and when you think about the uh, the talk radio product here in Wisconsin, whether it's Jay Weber, Mark Belling, Dan O'Donnell, and especially Vicki McKenna, uh, to me, uh, I have a responsibility to be able to 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 be able to defend my uh, my beliefs, my feelings, and I will admit my political biases on top of that. Uh, when I when I see a successful progressive radio show able and willing to do that, um, because it turns into a hate fest. Uh, Al Franken is one of the best. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Best examples. He was a smart guy. Still is a smart guy. But the fact is, when he was challenged... Oh, you're a stupid idiot. I'm Alfred. Oh, you're an idiot. It turns that's what it turns into. And when you, if you tell me that we're divided fifty-fifty, well, we're divided fifty-fifty. Why can't you economically sustain a progressive talk radio station? Whether it's Madison, whether it's Milwaukee, uh, uh, they they do have one in Chicago by sheer size. They're able to do it. But if you believe in the progressive talk station, go out of your way to support it. Go out of your way to spend money on their sponsors. That's how it works. And I know it's capitalism, and I, I know it's a free market approach, which you completely detest, my uh, liberal Democrat communist friends. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, I wish you the best, and I will never stand in your way. And when you call this show, guess what? It's aired. I will have the conversation with you. Let's go to Scott, who's been very, very patient. Scott, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate your call. Go right ahead. Hey, bud. I think Madeline was uh, Vincent's mommy. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what it sounded like to me. Listen, uh, buddy. Listen, pal. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'd a buddy pal Madeline, of mine. I'd remind Madeline because she seemed uh, uh, completely uncompelling to me. Uh, the Dane County Board has 37 supervisors. They redrew the rules to cut out any conservatives so yep. they wouldn't even have a voice during budget. They had just enough, I believe it was 11 or 12, just enough to be able to force debate and shine a light on the garbage that is, which is the progressive communist movement, moving yep. into areas like Sun Prairie, Verona, Middleton, and, and completely destroying very stable uh, very stable economic uh, uh, areas within the county, and right. and they drew those lines so they it fell under that threshold where there would even be a debate. Now there isn't a debate, Madeline. So how do you think I feel as a taxpayer in Dane County where I have no voice? You have no voice because your ideology has failed and enough people rose up and voted. Now what do you do? You take away the, their voice. You take right. away their votes. 
for people who are duly elected. Crimea uh, River, Scott, lady. Crimea uh, River. Scott, Scott, you were to be reported to the Dane County officials for being <laughs> surreptitious and unloyal to the party. Uh, know, uh, we'll I have to report you, my friend. I'll wear that badge of honor. Thank you. <laughs> Scott, great call. Appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for pointing out whether the obvious hypocrisies. Uh, Sean and I obviously bringing up the uh, uh, Sean uh, illuminating to me the uh, the fourth district in uh, in Illinois. I mean, that's comical on its face. And, uh, you know, how many cities across America that uh, it's almost comical to suggest that you might have a voice. I mean, having grown it up in New York City, I mean, really, really I uh, to know after you finally made the uh, the transition over to a rational thinker, made the transition over to the Republican Party where you knew you would lose in perpetuity. You knew you'd lose for the rest of your natural life if I still lived in that town. Uh but uh, do not speak against Democrat Party or will uh, notify IRS, uh, BLM, uh, others, uh, DOJ. Uh, we will get Attorney General Holder and Attorney General Lynch. Oh, wait, uh, Attorney General Lynch, where are you? I'm on tarmac talking to former President Clinton, Commissar Clinton. Uh, we must get Hillary elected. We are the Democratic uh, Communist Party. will destroy. <laughs> I'm losing it, man. I'm cracking up. Let's go to... Uh, who is waiting the longest here? We got Bill who's been on hold for Bill. I'm sorry, uh, Scott, and and it was a great call. But Bill, thanks for your patience today, and uh, I apologize for losing my mind. I'm starting to flip out now. Go ahead, uh, Bill. No, no problem, Dan. I'm with you. <clears throat> so the question that I'd ask for your previous caller, I won't name her because I don't need to. Um, when <laughs> when the, the Democrats had Jim Doyle and they had control of the state, uh, yes. were those mailboxes not full? Were those phone lines not busy when I wanted to call in and I wanted to voice my opinion? They were. And also, when when they had control of things, you didn't see the conservatives and or slash Republicans out protesting and rioting because they couldn't get through on the phone. So yep. it's such a hollow statement to say that. And the other part of it, too, is, isn't there such a thing as NPR? Isn't NPR radio, isn't that partially subsidized by taxpayers? I might be wrong on that, but the Bill, fact is- you're you're speaking moral disloyalty to uh, <laughs> to a party movement, my friend. I, I'm sorry, you must you must be well, reported. And, and the, well, and the whole thing is, is the main. If I want to listen to the the liberal side of things, all I have to do is turn on any of the big three channels or or however many TV channels that come through free through the airwaves because they spout the party line with the Democrats right. every single time. The only place that I get a chance to hear a different side of things. Is when I turn on your show and shows like yours, when I actually get to hear a well-rounded side of what the news is and what's going on. I'm and trying to lose weight. It, you don't have to talk about my weight like that, my friend. <laughs> it, it you amazes get it well, me. well-rounded, yeah. It amazes me when I listen to, because I, I do watch, you know, not a plug for them, but I watch Channel 3 in the morning news with my wife. And it's one yeah. of those things where when I hear your show and different shows on the radio and hear some of the major topics that are being brought up, and then on the regular media, there's nothing. And that's the morning news, which is probably the best news of the day. And, they have and by the way, when I, when I hear uh, the local news and, you know, I, when I hear them say the very conservative so-and-so, I never hear them say the very liberal so-and-so. I, I just never done, you know, at least give me a return fire when you're starting to uh, uh, coin the, uh, the story news-wise in and of itself. That's all I ask. 
And uh, you, you, Bill, we're just never going to get it. That's the reality. And they think they're the more reasonable voice. They think they're the more measured voice. And uh, I would say to you that this right-wing psycho is actually a uh, much bigger fan of the Constitution than my friends on the left. I mean, that's the reality. Uh, Bill, we got to take a break. Thanks for your time and patience today. After the break, we'll have our buddy Angie from the great state of Minnesota listening on iHeartRadio. Uh, time to take <laughs> time to take break, my friends. I listen to, I will report to you all here on News Talk 1310 W. You will not speak against the Democrat Communist Party. Commissar is watching you now. Uh, Sean Preble, Dan Connery, we shall return. Listen to the radio. If you don't, we will find you. <laughs> we can attack you. Obama is my God. He's great man. More blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, comrades. Welcome back to Dan Conry's show here in Madison, Wisconsin, where Joe Stalin daughters came to live because she felt comfortable here. And if you speak ill of Commissar Obama, we shall have to have your neighbor report on your neighbor who reports on your neighbor that you will tell and reveal your disloyalty to me here in uh, Dane County. Because Dane County is uh, no Republicans allowed. You're very, very bad. You want accountability. You want uh, you want uh, people to pay price and uh, fair economy and uh, winners and losers. This is terrible talk. It's the people's money. It's the people's grocery store. It's the people's candy store and movie theater. Everybody gets same price. Everybody achieves same level of success because we are Dane County. But here's the rule: though you cannot. Uh, Beg on this corner or that corner. Very busy uh, traffic-wise. We can't have you stand here. <laughs> Just unbelievable. I think we've got a new and, intro for the show, by the way. Oh, dude. <laughs> Welcome on. Yes. Sean Preble is great man of the radio. <laughs> and he will tell on you if you're bad. <laughs> really, that's the essence of communism, ratting out your neighbor. That, that really is the essence of communism. Uh, I and uh, I try to call people at the legislature, but their mailboxes are full, and I can't get the truth to them. So I will call the guy I hate, and I will speak on his show and say this is unfair, and I will be given a full breath and a full segment of radio time. But you are terrible, bad people. Uh, okay, <laughs> if that's the way you feel about it. Uh, and welcome back, everybody. That's the one and only Sean Preble, who's going to make me laugh for the rest of the day now. And uh, he's getting me back for a photograph that we can't talk about. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I want to read this here from my buddy Brendan, who is also listening on iHeartRadio. Uh, Irish dinner table rules, talking about uh, some of my comments uh, to Madeline. Uh, Irish dinner table rules don't offer an opinion at the uh, dinner table unless you are willing to defend your position unto death. Uh, because if you think you cannot die of embarrassment and or ridicule, uh, you would be wrong. Oh, would you be so very, very wrong. And um, Sean, I don't know if you came from a house. Yeah, you, you're kind of nice in your house. You're kind of uh, uh, decent people in your home. You see, in my home, it, it was uh, it was a Scott-Irish uh, level of... Uh, 
of, of scrutiny at the dinner table. And if you said something stupid at the table, guess what was said to you, Sean Preble? Man, that was stupid. Man, what the hell are you thinking? You know, get off the crack. You're ruining your life, there, son. <laughs> you were immediately informed of of your stupidity. That yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we my were... dad. Go ahead. Oh no, I said we were uh, you know growing up. Uh, jur- well, we were a Sentinel family, and then a Journal Sentinel family, as well as a Waukesha right. Freeman. Uh, News, me and my brother both used to fight over the newspaper when we were little kids. And, you know, it, uh, not so much political stuff, but kind of the, you know, a lot of conversation about issues of the day. And my brother and I are very, very different as far as, as, far <laughs> as our perceptions. Concern, yeah, yeah, perceptions of the world. That is that is an understatement. And, why, and you know, uh, I was a uh, New York Post Daily News and a we were a New York Times household. And uh, full disclosure, uh, my brother and I would break it up in half on Sunday and just beat each other. <laughs> we would just have smack fights with the New York Times because it, it was so thick back in the day. And uh, was, this is our level of joy. This is what, what we enjoyed. And uh, to the phones we go here, let's go to my good friend from the Twin Cities, postal worker, all-around good guy, great NASCAR fan, and a very decent guy who's getting a lot of surgery lately. I don't know what's going on with my buddy Angie in the Twin Cities. Angie, how are you, my friend? How are you feeling today? And thanks for your call. Go right ahead. Well, uh, first of all, Comrade Connery, you're wrong <laughs> about my location. I have made incursions into the free state of Wisconsin currently in Burnett County in Siren. Oh, so, you're in Siren, Wisconsin. Great part of I state, want, my friend. I want to experience freedom and, and, and be in a stabler <laughs> governor. But it does not have depends for other adult diapers. Um, anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm welcome, glad, Angie. John, yeah, thank you. I'm glad John is feeling better. I was telling him off the air that uh, you know I, I've had more root canal and more uh, uh, so much gold put on my mouth, and I, I'm surprised that uh, the ex-wife did go after the divorce. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yay. I want to have all these gold. Take it out of his mouth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Getting to the point now. Um, Thank you. And um, love listening to Madeline's call. Uh, she was, she, it was almost like she was Clubber Lang and you were Rocky Balboa and just going, hit me, hit me, hit me. I can take <laughs> go it. Ahead, I can, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I can take it. Hit no, me. I, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, she kept trying to have you, you know, slam or holler at or whatever. And you said, go ahead. Hey, you want to talk? Go ahead. Talk. You're an opinion show, Dan. You have news. You're an, you give your opinion and you listen to others' opinions. That's I how do. this show works. And yep. The, the left can't do it. You know, it's not like Rush Limbaugh once said that, you know, if he doesn't tell people what to do. He's talking and people are tuning in saying, I agree with what you are saying. You're exactly. not giving me orders. And you're, you're Angie, exactly the same way with a lot more Angie, funny uh, 
Voice yeah, voice and Angie, I, I was going to make that point. Angie, yeah, you've been calling my show for the last umpteen years, and people call this show. A lot of people call this show, and uh, they'll email me or they'll uh, post here on uh, Twitter and or Facebook that, Dan, you know, that thing you said was so funny, I nearly drove off the road. Uh, we tend to have a better time on this side of the aisle, even when we're losing. Uh, we tend to have more laughs. We tend not to t- take ourselves so seriously. And uh, this is why Al Franken was never funny on the Gore Network in the Twin Cities. This is why that network never made it. Uh, Al Franken, the allegedly very funny guy, had zero sense of humor when he was trying to put forward the progressive uh, Democrat communist uh, point of view. And uh, I, and that's the reality. To, I used to try and listen to a show. I made it 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, it I, was it was bad. It was very yeah, bad radio. But, and and just to just to end with uh, a thought on Franken, you know, Coleman Franken uh, raced in, in 2008. I mean, can you imagine that those those sides being switched and having Franken be ahead and then Coleman coming out and winning? I mean, there yeah. would be a, a meltdown. The outrage. Yeah. yeah, and and what the conservatives did, what Coleman supporters did uh, back then. Was you know we we watched the uh, we followed the uh, the recount because there was one we followed the legal action because there there should have been and yep. and when it was all over and done and uh, and Norm uh, you know decided to call it off Norm Coleman walked away like a what gentleman. What did we do? We just went back to work. There were no marches, and I mean, it, Trump's not no even no broken in windows, office. no stupidity, exactly. no broken windows, no women assaulted on the street like the Democrat Communist Party does. And at the end of the day, Angie, um, you know what? We're going to keep winning. I think we're finally starting to turn on the dime here. We've got to take Angie. Great call. Appreciate your time today, pal. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. And- oh, and by the way, I I, I know where I could get a, a very cheap uh, uh, Halloween costume for next year. So uh, not going to tell you all what right. it looks like, but I'm using them all over the news. I'm going to go on a limb and uh, not guess just yet. But Angie, have a good day, pal. Appreciate it. And we got to take a break. Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. Tell free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. We've got Jim. We've got Rob, and uh, we'll bring our mental health back into uh, the equation next segment. I promise. Uh, Sean Pre will tell you your calls. Dan Connery Show News Talk thirteen ten WIBA. Common Sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, America. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, we sure do. Thank you. And uh, my friend Pat here on Facebook. Um, A day without uh, Dan is with Dan Conry's show is like a day without coffee. And uh, I just wanted to let Pat know I was not cheating on her with a nice other lady yesterday saying I was her caffeine. And... uh, this is about the closest I'm going to get to a Valentine. So uh, nice. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate that. <laughs> 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. Uh, Sean, you sent me a story here that I did happen to read this morning. Um, very, very interesting piece. It really is that the uh, CEO of uh, Twitter is saying it's almost like a new Arab Spring on Twitter for a lot of alternative points of view politically. Um, and... Uh, that Mr. Trump is, is certainly not a a, a, a traditional conservative, uh, but certainly he's alt- he's altered the game to a degree utilizing Twitter. And it's there's kind of a new uprising. And it, Sean, would you say it's safe to say that it's a populist, um, not so radically left, and uh, 
and uh, walking away from some of the traditional social uh, issues for the conservatives. Would you think that's a fair assessment? I think so. It's interesting, too, is, you know, he's in, in this is an analytical guy, aside from other things, is kind of seeing similar yeah. patterns. And the line that caught me was when he said it was stunning to see how Twitter was being used to have a conversation about the government with the government, which is, yeah. Yeah. which is, very that's, yeah, it's a very different thing. It's uh, strange, too. It's almost, uh, I, I I can't arrive at whether or not I support that yet, and it, because uh, I think you know where I'm coming from. Like, uh, is this healthy? And then, you know, like uh, passing a law, Sean, to to me should be a very very slow deliberative process. At the same time, on the other side of my mouth, I'm asking my Republican Congress, "Hey guys, you know, you had alternatives to Obamacare for the last uh, six, seven years. Now all of a sudden, you don't have it. Where is it? Where are the tax cuts that you all should have had sitting in your desks for the last five, six, seven years, uh, and you weren't able to pass it? Where are they now?" And and a lot of Republicans are sitting back saying, "Where where is my Congress? Where is my leadership here?" And um, and at the same time, I say it should be slow and deliberative. Uh, because I'm a hypocrite and I talk out of both sides of my face. <laughs> it works out nice. Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. And uh, by the way, to my Minnesota listeners, uh, one last thing: this extra bag of ballots in uh, in trunk of car in St. Paul. None of your business. Shut up. Walk away. And uh, regarding progressive radio um, from Ann in the Twin Cities, if they had a liberal talk show here and uh, where we have Governor Goofy, where the hell else is is going to pass if he didn't make it here? Uh, a lot of calls lined up here. Let me get to them right away. Let me go to um, who's been holding the longest here. Uh, Jim on uh, line two has been holding on forever. Jim, you're on the Dan Connery show. Thanks for your time. Go right ahead with your call. Greetings, comrade. From hey, hello, Jim. Good to hear from you. Greetings. So, so, uh, People's Soviet Glorious Republic of Madison. Yep. Yes, I, I love that one call. That was just utterly delightful. Like nothing yes. goes on in this town that's anti-everything. Yep. I, I don't. I don't know if you remember back. There was a city council member by the name of Bert Zipperer. I remember the name. Yeah. Okay. He back in the nineties actually had flyers distributed all over downtown saying, "He says, do you want peace of mind? Do you want freedom? Let us know if your neighbors hunt or fish or own guns, because <laughs> your freedom will be when those things are seized. Give us the number where he lives. They live." Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, they, I don't think uh, a lot of secular, progressive, Democrat, communists really understand what freedom is. No, they, they don't, don't really understand that, they... that, that, that a responsibility goes with that freedom. And a certain disconnect from politics and government is something that uh, you should celebrate, uh, not encourage. And that's what the, uh, the Democrat Party doesn't understand. That's it... not freedom. That is certainly entrenched government. And that's something we don't like on, on the no, right. No, what bothers me is how they're, they're taking this ever since. The election, they are taking it. They're going beyond the means now. They they don't care who's in their way, what's in their way. They're going to steamroll this. They're not going to stop. In fact, and I think they're going to be more angry. They're going to be more. They're going to they're going to do. They're going to do fight everything they can to destroy the country. Because and this they is want why to, the impact of the court, uh, whether it's a state court or a federal court. The impact of the court is very important to them today because they can't win at the ballot box in a lot of places where they used to win. Exactly. And they've lost so much, they, they're they're counting on judges to do their political work for them. And uh, this is very strange times we're looking at. And well, Sean and I just I, discussing – go ahead. I just, I, I just, I'm more worried. I'm more worried for my own kids' future. Because is this country going to be you know, coming apart at the seams?
change. I think these people actually want a civil war. And they um, want, they want, know, they want they, the only thing they're missing is a Berlin Wall wrapped around the city. Well, uh, Jim, uh, to me, you know, two weeks ago when I realized how heated and how divisive and how angry and how destructive that members of the left have become and the, and the Democrat Communist Party has become, um, it, to me, I, use, I finally used those words two weeks ago, civil war. I don't want to do that. I really don't want to use those words. But uh, certainly it's taking place in our court system right now at the state and uh, federal level. Uh, we have one judge dictating the entire uh, country's fate politically and security-wise. To me, that's dangerous. To me, and there, there's got to be some sort of recourse. And the people, the people need to legislate. The people need to uh, have legislators. I, I think we need some new rules regarding the federal bench uh, and accountability because we're, we're reaching a point now where uh, we don't want anger to win the day. We want uh, uh reason and intellect and the law and the constitution to prevail and right now it's not prevailing and we've got to uh come up with some response here jim great call appreciate your uh, time today pal let's go to uh rob who's been very patient on line three rob how are you my friend good morning go right ahead hey thanks for taking my call I'll try to be quick here so you can get somebody else in here but i just want to kind of call and comment on the hypocrisy of what's going on here if the left is so upright and so righteous about what's happening with russia where the hell were they years ago? The thing I want to kind of touch on is what you and Sean were talking about. Republicans have to hold the people that we elect accountable to. If there is evidence that we've been colluding and doing stuff, those people need to go bye-bye. They need, there needs to be... See, that's the beauty general. of being on our side, though, Rob. We say, are you guilty? Get the hell out. I mean, that's yeah, what well, Republicans... We don't have that about, uh, slack that they get. Well, that's what pisses me off. you got the CIA coming out here doing all these shadow runs and dropping all this fake news. Where the hell are these people when President Obama's talking to Dmitry Medvedev talking about I'll have more flexibility? Then we hit the we reset it with the red button or the button. Then if you cross the red line, we're going to retaliate. Where's the collusion? Where's the investigations between the State Department, the DOJ, Rob, the executive branch? Those things are supposed yeah. to be separate to hold themselves accountable. Where's Rob? The I got to cut you off. I got to cut you off, pal. I, I, you're not going to believe this, Rob. And uh, to Craig and a few other people lined up here on the phones. This show is over. Preble, what the hell did you do to us? Shame on you. What the hell's going on? We're literally over. Uh, I don't know where this show went today. Thank you so much, folks. Uh, top of the hour news next. Vicky McKenna show, 3 o'clock. Make sure you're there. Uh, a lot going on today. Mr. Trump's going to be uh, allegedly having a press conference. And uh, more news going to be breaking during the day. We're back here tomorrow for Friday. Uh, Sean Preble, thank you. This has been the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310. Have a great day. If you don't listen to us tomorrow, we will find you and report you. Have a good day, everybody. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.